Welcome to the Sam and Dustin show. Again, part two. <laughs> Again. Just me and you, bro. <laughs> we got this. Okay, we do. Uh, I think people liked last week. So, this is actually Apostates on the Fringe. <laughs> it's just me and Dustin again. Al's out again. He'll be back with us soon. Miss Al. Yeah. We are a leftist atheist podcast, Sam. Sponsored by the Atheist Society of Knoxville. Did you already have too much beer? Or? Um, the beer that I got this time, I went very German with it. You've done that before. You, you go on German kicks every once in a while. Well, that's just because of where I buy beer, and it's the only thing that's not shitty-ass beer. I got a tiny bomb over here for an extra, too, and I've been drinking that down at the meetups, so I've been I'm guessing you didn't name your beer because it's too German for you to pronounce. Yes, it is. You want to try? <laughs> War, Warsteiner? Yeah, I, I love when you've tempted. Yeah, it's so not bad. So, it. fun fact, sir, I actually went to Beard and Beer Market for the first time. First time, really. First time, and let me tell you from Do where... you feel like in Willy Wonka's factory or it was more so like i was pissed just getting there and and getting out because like the parking's horrible not not just the parking was horrible but getting there because where i my starting point like i said it's not a part of my normal commute so i was like i'm gonna do this just for the one just to do all sorts of west knoxville things so i I was like i've never been like i don't really experience this part of kingston pike and it's Uh just like a shit show with like lights every 10 (laughs) like a traffic light every 10 fucking feet i was getting really frustrated so i was like i'm not fucking coming here again when when i can get just not as much of a beer selection but you know middle book liquor store has a pretty good in terms of selection but i i found this and i could not say no I've had D9 Brewing before, um, but they have a Mocha Brown, but it's called Brown Sugar Brown Cow. And they got you with a name. I'm too juvenile. I do, I do all it the does. time. The name gets me or the art gets me, and I'm just too juvenile to not pass that yeah, up. Yeah, marketing works, folks. <laughs> What's funny, though, is that the uh, I grabbed it, and like, these cans were like poorly processed, so like two of the labels are on properly. The others are all like bubbly and like miswrapped. <laughs> just expected aesthetics to get you by that. It's like when you take a, a date home from the bar, and you're like, wait a second. It's good, though. It's good. It's, um, <laughs> oh, okay. That's it's all, not, that's it's what not, matters. It's, it's not a hyper, yeah, it's, it's all that really matters. I... But I could not pass it up. I saw the brown sugar brown cow, and I'm just too – I'm legit too immature to not fucking grab that. Even though, like, I I hadn't even touched an eighth of the store yet. Like, I saw that and just was like, I'm done. I, I, this is all I need to see at this point. I should probably just go ahead and chug these because of what we're talking about today. So We don't have much lighthearted shit to talk about. This is might, might be good if I just get drunk real fast here in a minute. Might as well. So the only – Semi-comical story that doesn't involve the dystopian hell. You know what it is, dystopian hell, because it involves a church and our our favorite pastor, Greg Locke, from Mount Juliet, Tennessee, with Global Vision Bible Church. I think it was last week or the week prior. He, of course, got viral for him, him raging in his congregation during his sermon, That, and I'm going to try to do my best to imitate him. Okay. And he says, you cannot, be a, you cannot be a Christian to vote Democrat. If you're a Christian, you get out of here, you demon. <laughs> you baby butchering election thieves, you demons. This, so. <laughs> this is one of those things. This is one of the rare times where they say the quiet part loud because they've been saying this for a long time. I mean, if he just, really he just said it out loud. To be a, but I mean, I, where is the lie though? To be yeah. a Christian for what they believe and the things that they think that they should control over other people. To be a Christian, you simply have to vote for the party that. Yeah. You know, hates the gays, the, the hates go- the women. The God hates- of the Bible is a fascist. The Republican Party are fascists. That's he's cool. he's not wrong. So, but he got a lot of backlash. So apparently, some 
some people on TikTok who just now discovered who Greylock is, and no. I think he's, he's just a troll, and that's that's all he is. But until he's not, until he does something dangerous, and he's yeah, so he, he is a dangerous person. I don't, yeah. I don't want anyone to you know to not think that just because it's a, we're making fun of him that he's not a dangerous person. And, that, and like, that's what we're saying of all of these stories: the story we had last week, the story we have this week. All these dangerous people doing these dangerous things. They're dangerous, but they're also losers. They're dangerous losers. And that's what you need to watch out for. So and Greg Locke is a dangerous loser. He is. So, tic- so TikTok started this campaign to, I guess, file complaints with the um, with the IRS because he's violating the Johnson Amendment, which is he's, you know, violating the campaign the campaign provision of the 501c3 so this week during his sermon he's like i don't give a damn about that stupid tax exempt status you know he, he said i got my lawyers i got with my lawyers and we contacted the IRS to revoke our irs status which churches get automatically yeah. like when we formed the nonprofit for atheist side of knoxville we had to do a lot of shit we had to pay a lot of fees we had to file in a certain way because we have annual reporting, things that churches don't have to do. If you're a church, you don't have to report any of the contributions you receive, how much money you make. Um, if you are... And that's a, what it's all about, folks. It really is. Um, and so, but he, in, in his sermon, he, which is a long sermon, I don't know how Al, Al transcribed it so I can read some of it because uh, Al has a lot of free time right now and just torments themselves with watching this shit. Yeah, man, take a break. <laughs> but he said, um, you know... The, the reason, you know, the people say people saying tax the churches. You know why they don't tax churches? Because churches provide ninety percent of charity. And I was, I got curious at that claim. I got curious because you know it's really hard to quantify because churches don't have to report what they do with their money. So it's really hard to quantify. But there was someone who reported like how churches spend their money. And in twenty eighteen, this is the most recent data I could find. In twenty eighteen, on average, churches spent forty nine percent of all mon- of all money they received goes to wages. You know, paying their pastor, paying whatever staff. Making sure he's got a nice, shiny car, because yeah. if he's not succeeding, how are you expected to succeed? You're not wrong. So then, so then outside of that is another 25 to 28% that goes to the building costs and building maintenance. Outside of that is enough, another roughly 26%, which is broken into 10% for missions, 11% for something else. And then there's, there's – so if anything, they give – from their total but money, it very gets little. Darker than that, because the charities that they do give to are just other ways to proselytize. It's other ways to spread the virus. What they call charities, especially here in fucking Knoxville, the pit of fucking hell, uh, the charities, quote quote, like CARM, are basically proselytization centers where, oh, well, you're homeless? We're not going to help you unless you're clean, straight. And Christian. Did I tell you about the time I actually went to do a um, – I may have a year ago. We've been on this podcast for over a year. So if, you're, if you haven't heard this story, if you have, you're going to hear it again. Um, I went to do a financial literacy course for, for CARM. And while I'm there, like they literally go through the program where they're, they do – they proselytize and that's part of their core program. And like I'm trying to teach them about financial literacy – and they're talking about tithing. I'm like, bro, you don't even have the money to like live in your house. What are you doing trying to tithe? Like, you don't. You're homeless. That is not part of your budget. That is not part of your budget until you until a first don't ever. But yeah, <laughs> but don't until you could be like financially stable. Like th- that is th- they they thought that that's what that's so ingrained that's in their what's heads. So important. I mean, how are they going to save their souls if they don't give all their money away? Huh. Even though the Bible, you know, because they don't read their Bible, doesn't tell them that you know they only t- read the part that their pastor tells them to read. Yeah, or just reads to them, or you know, yeah. sometimes you know, follow along. interprets it so long. So I was them. there. 
They're too dense to understand what the Bible says. He needs an appointed product of God to tell them. Yeah, but some of the other charities, you're right. Some of the other charities, like, you know, before they give you food, you're going to be, you know, preached to or proselytized to. They can't, they can't just do charity for charity's sake. Yeah. You know, like. This is all, the, the quote, quote, charity work they do is all like this. It's not, like, even AA. Even AA is a proselytization center. It's a, oh, hey, you're at a bad point in your life? Well, let me take advantage of that, and maybe you'll be a Christian and clean. First off, and AA is highly inefficient. The recidivism rate on— But how many of those people get turned into Christians? That's what they really care about. Yeah, well, not clean Christians, because I said the recidivism rate on the is in the high 70s, if not 80% of those that go through the AA program either relapse or go back to— what, I guess the uh, severe alcohol I guess that's use. that's what happens when you tell people they're dirty fucking sinners. That I, I ran into some people because I made a post. I made a Christian post yesterday. Or, sorry, anti... I, I was seeking clarification um, on the... Because the, the shooting that occurred. You know, we, it's, we'll get into it later. But this is... It's so dis- disheartening that last week you and I discussed a mass shooting. And then this week... We were behind, you know. It had been a couple of months since we talked about something that was huge. There's always little mass shootings, but you're just working up your way to the We're over 200 at this point this year. Well, we just... I'll get... We'll get into it later. Yeah, we'll get... You're right. So, so, I do have another church story. So, let's back to Greg Locke. Um, He claims that he filed, you know, to to, uh, revoke... To self-revoke his uh, 501c3 status tax exempt, which... A, we think he's fucking lying, and he's, he didn't do because he never even. There's no record that he even applied for the 501c3 taxes and status that he just got it just by default for being a church. So there's no proof that someone could look up whether he did or did not. So he can yeah. hide behind that cover uh, of no one able, to, no one being able to find out whether that is the case or not. So. He's just he's a fucking blithering idiot. I think he just does this shit just to stay relevant, just to stay in the news, just to stay a troll. Yeah, because when he loses relevancy, he's going to have to talk his followers into doing some horrible shit, and then we'll be talking about that here. On the... Didn't when his, was his followers the part of that that they were the book, book burning? burning. Yeah. yeah, they were the book burning. Oh crew. yeah, the number one sign that people are just like spiraling down into fascism. Yeah, that was him. He's only the charge. I don't know. I, of course, and of course, he comes from Tennessee. Of course, he hails from Tennessee. Yeah, we're the pit of hell in the south. It gets hot down here too. It's so funny. I have um, I have a coworker, a colleague rather, that lives in Oklahoma, and they send me articles of what Oklahoma does. They're like, that's, they're like, look at this really shitty bill. I'm like, that's cool. Look what Tennessee did two years before that. <laughs> yeah. You're just playing catch up to a shitty state. Like y'all are doing okay for being shitty, but you know you're you're trailing behind the, one of the ringleaders. You know between Texas and Tennessee. And I'm not the, sure. It's the people here. Like, the shitty people elect shitty representatives. Shitty people don't hold their shitty representatives to account. I mean, we try to. It's It's, just us screaming into the void. Hi, void. Hopefully a few (laughs) of you voidlings are listening. We do have. This a, is about I was con- all we can do. I was contacted by a voidling recently who does listen. It's always nice oh, to hear. From, we, I hear from. It's people. nice to hear from fans. I don't. I don't hear directly. I. I think the three of us have people trickle in that find us. Yeah. From our- so it's funny you use the word accountability or account because I have another church story. I don't know if you got uh, how much you saw this. It was the news week. It was the news of the week until the mass shooting. And the news of the week was this explosive report by uh, Guidepost Solutions that put together a 288 devastating report on the Southern Baptist Convention detailing decades, so over the past two decades, just scandalous sex abuse and cover-ups by... So basically, the Southern Baptist being uh, Catholic, essentially, except 
not just for you know children and pedophiles like the Catholics tend to do, but I think they claimed over 700, and these are what reported, 700 reports of sex abuse. I'm going to quote the Atlantic here on this one because they did a better, they put, they put it in better words than I can. The report concludes that for almost two decades, the men who ran the SBC's executive committee, which oversees the day-to-day operations of the nation's largest Protestant denomination, lied, engaged in cover-ups, sided with those who were credibly abused, uh, accused of abuse, and vilified victims of abuse. Past presidents of the convention and former vice president allegedly protected and supported accused abusers. A Southern Baptist pastor who had been a senior vice president of the SBC's mission was, in, was credibly accused of assaulting a woman, report finds, and the trail of horrors goes on. But the, one of the worst parts is, after all the stonewalling, they literally do, they, they say, they call them a satanic scheme to completely distract us from evangelism. That's what they're calling the accusers. The accusers who were saying, I was sexually abused. They're vilifying them and saying that they, this, is the, this is the work of Satan. So these are people who are grooming. This is why I'm on Satan's side. <laughs> like, Satan's like, whoa, stop the sexual abuse. <laughs> like, okay, I'm with him. <laughs> yeah, so I, they, they, this report details massive cover-ups. I mean, just the shit, the worst thing you could think of. And so these people that have been sexually abused, like, they are met with feelings of shame, guilt, I mean, they're, some, some, some become suicidal. I, I, th- I think that it's a we're going to get into this later. It's all a cultural problem. It's the culture of Christianity that uh, attracts abusers. I think Christianity attracts abusers because it is a misogynist religion. So you get a lot of men that want to be Christians because the Bible literally tells them that they have power over women. It tells them they're they're more important than women. Women are under them in the hierarchy of the world. It, so I think that it enables that, grows that. It's part of Christian culture that leads people to abuse. Wherever Christianity is, you will find people that were led to it because they're abusers. Well, and not only that, but because you know, what you, to to mirror what you said, they have that position of power because they, you know, the their congregants believe that you know God speaks through them to them, yeah. and, and you know, so they think you know they don't want to go against God in some of these instances, especially when they they're literally grooming. These young, these young women, and these are primarily women. And but then when they're accused, when they accuse them, they actually they literally attack the accusers instead of you know there were some I think three hundred over the course of two decades I think three hundred had been charged. I don't think anything has ever changed in Christianity since the witch hunts. This was pretty much the witch hunts in uh, in Christianity is uh, torture, sexual abuse openly of women especially those that were different from the pack or tried to speak out it was a way of shutting women up and they that's what they've always done yeah, and so earlier i'd mentioned the the feelings of uh, shame and guilt but there's more there's self-harm depression flashbacks some some even get um ptsd from this like they're literally you know, harming lives in the name of I don't know misogyny because the you know the the church that the church and Christianity gives the men power over women and they abuse that and then to just create that system where they're not held accountable because they don't have to be because they they would rather those they the people in the executive committee executive committee 
just want to protect those. There's still people on the, the pulpit the right Catholics. now. They're on the pulpit right now. Just the same as the same, exactly. They're exactly as the, the same. I don't know why anyone pretended that Baptists were any different than Catholics. It's Christianity in general because the power structure is inherent in the religion that grooms men to even become like this. It tells them that it's okay to think you're better than women. It tells you're okay to get whatever you want from them. They're, they're, they're literally taken from your rib and put here on the earth for you. Take from them what you want is basically what young Christian men are taught. And that leads to other shit, like shootings, when they feel like they're not getting what they're owed. Yeah. Uh, so one of the worst examples of this was another story shared that wasn't part of this report. This actually happened recently. It was a – and I'm glad someone was recording this because it's, it's one of those are why were they filming, but they were filming in a congregation. The pastor gets up there and starts to tell you know, tell him that he's stepping aside, and he says that he, com- he committed adultery. And then so he, he pauses and he, he leaves the podium. Um, this woman and her brother, I believe, gets on the sta- gets on this is in Indiana, gets on the stand and says, "If you love us, let her speak." And she says, "I've been a prisoner for 20 years to protect you and your family. I was just 16 years old when you took my virginity in your office. Do you remember that?" And so she's telling the story in front of the congregation, and these people are like, "So then now some people they start sh- they start shouting questions, asking like, you know, tell us what you did." And so he goes up there, and while she's still in the church, he's up there, and he says, I, I can't change what I did. It was wrong. All I can do is ask for forgiveness. And then one by one, we love you, Pastor. He becomes the victim again. Mm-hmm. He becomes the victim. And then we love you, Pastor. They all do. They, they just one by one. These women were the first ones to fucking say this. The women were the first voices I fucking heard in that video just – forgiving and saying they love yeah. this pastor despite that he had groomed and you know basically just taken this taken advantage you, of this young and then, this, this and girl then they yelled burn the witch and they burned her alive like the, i said there is no fucking difference from the way the church gets, acts it, from then and now it gets worse and this is how that happened too they a church, they would blame they blame the woman oh she must be the fucking yeah. devil and that's why I had to fuck a sixteen year old I would have never strayed from my wife if it wasn't for the devil inside that child like that, this is nothing has it's ever. It's just a modern version of yeah, that. Yeah, nothing just, has ever fucking changed in humanity. But what, what gets me is how easily the congregation bought into the "I'm now, I am the victim, forgive me, I am you know, for I am a sinner in the eyes of God." Bullshit. They all went up to him to touch him while someone else, while I prayed over him, the entire fucking congregation. And you can imagine that woman who who was just said, who was in a mental well, I hope prison she left the fucking church. You can't she, fix yeah, this shit. You can't fix that shit. And that's just just imagine how. She She's feeling. Imagine that the entire congregation abandoned you and your story to go play the victim with the man who took advantage of you while you this were a child. Real, this is how religions always worked. Not much else to say about that, unfortunately. It's a, it, it, it's, it's not that it's, it's, it's surprising to me. It's just that what got me more was not that it happened because I know that this happens in the church regularly. We know this happens where it's they... It's happening here in town. Yeah. It's happening in every fucking church in yeah. every fucking city in the fucking country. But the, how quickly the, just the congregation just, you know, just identified him as the victim and that's just, the that's the hierarchy of the church to puts the it yeah. puts him in that position that per that it always like you said they they have god behind them so they come there twice a week if not more and they see god through this one fucking person that's that's the, that's the entire church structure despite this I, now so the only thing that that might the only good that might come of this report is 
they are supposedly, and I'm going to massive air quote on that one, supposed to be releasing a list of names of those that had complaints, whether that happens or not, or if they even do anything with that list of names, or if it even fucking matters. I mean, they can release that list of names and... You know, people just shrug it off like any other mass report that comes out against the church because ultimately enough, the congregation and the people just simply don't care. Well, as anyone can guess, one of the stories we're going to talk about, of course, is the the shooting in Uvalde, Texas at Robb Elementary. This happened on Tuesday around 1120 is when uh, authorities were first alerted, 911 calls were placed, things like that. But there's been a lot of misreporting, a lot of changed information, things we learned. Um, when, when, the, when the news first broke, they'd only claimed there were two deaths. Then later on, they upgraded to 13. Then ultimately, it was 19 students and two adults. The shooter shot his grandmother first, obviously. So everyone probably knows the details. But that's, that's how many were dead, 19, uh, 19 students and um, two, two adults, uh, two adult teachers. What we learned today on Thursday, though, is pretty much the icing on the cake in terms of how shitty law enforcement is and the response to this. Yeah. And what we learned today... Um, so Wall Street Journal is reporting that the gunman kind of lingered around the school for around 12 minutes, firing shots before even entering the building. There's really a lot of mixed reporting whether he engaged with the school resource, the, the safety officer that was there. But and it's, so anyways, he makes it inside the building, even despite all that, despite 12 minutes and not enough police presence to contain him at that point. Just a lot of failure going around so he makes his way inside and just starts shooting and he ultimately barricades himself in the police are trying to claim that they contained him in that room to try to save face because what we learned today was that it was over almost an hour and a half from when the first 911 call was placed till when the shooter was dead and that for a period of and they don't even know this is two days later and they don't even know whether it was 40 to an hour to one police got, got there before they, the Border Patrol went there and shot him. During that 40 minutes, the police were outside donning military vests. They had assault rifles. There was a lot of them out there. And you know what they were doing? Keeping the parents from going inside. They had a taser. There was reports that they'd already tased one person, keeping these parents from rushing in. These Parents were wailing and screaming, like, just rush in, go in there. There's only one, there's only one of him. They, these parents wanted to go in, and they prevented them from doing so. All these, all these police officers out there not going in because they don't have a duty to. They're Nin- scared of their lives. No, well, no. No matter not- how militarized they are, they're still fucking weak pussies on the inside. It's because they don't have to, Sam. This all stems from a 1989 case which started it all called DeShaney versus Winnebago County in which the Supreme Court ruled that the state actor, in this case the Department of Social Services, did not have a duty to protect in that case. And then this was reaffirmed in a case called Castle Rock versus Gonzalez in which the Supreme Court in 2005 affirmed that the police do not have a duty to protect. That's why nothing would really happen. They, they, the, the Parkland shooter, they're the officer of the Parkland who didn't go in. And these officers, 
they can't be sued for any of this based on that ruling. But they were out there letting the children inside who had been shot, who had may, who may could still maybe be rescued and get medical treatment and survive if they weren't sitting there bleeding out a big, for an hour. A big problem with this, I'm going to say right off the bat, is we have militarized the police in gear, in force, but not training. Military officers and troops get a lot more training than police officers do. Like an army, if there was an if this was a military situation, they would not have stand around and twiddled their fucking thumbs. They would have had someone giving an order to do something about it while it was happening on the spot. These people that join the police, they want to play with toys. They want to play the fascists that they are in their hearts, and they don't have the training to actually face their fears like troops are, like the military are. I still have a problem with our military, but my main problem is this militarization of the police. Even when cops shoot people, they are held to less of a standard than we hold our own fucking military. Yeah, in terms of uh, term, uh, rules of engagement. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have very clear different guidelines before they can engage with any hostile. So we've militarized our police in so many ways except in fucking training. Yeah, and so they, they think – they said they were unprepared to deal with that. I'm like, well – Untrained little boys. They, the parents were more willing to go in there to get their children. the cops don't have anything to lose. Well, the, the parents it, have something to lose. There's a report. There's another report. I, I heard in, uh, during an interview, one of the uh, lieutenants was saying, confirmed that a few officers went into the school to get their own children mm. and then stayed outside. Oh, and so didn't this try- isn't a diehard situation. This is <laughs> no, no, this, this, the, the more of this is coming out is just more heartbreaking. I mean, first, I mean, mass shootings and school shootings, even though this country is kind of getting numb to them. We you have to-, to be numb to it. Like, yeah. This is what I was saying before the show is uh, I'm, I'm numb to this shit because you have to be. You, like, it, you, li- you live in a dystopian society. You live in a crumbling em- empire dissenting into dystopia and it's not just our economy it's part of the culture and this is all part of the fucking culture too from the cops twiddling their thumbs to the reasons why the killer did it it's all because of the fucking culture of america and i'm surrounded by it every fucking second here and uh the only way to stay sane is to be numb to it because you know what we all know that nothing is going to happen this is going to happen again this is going to happen in fucking next week we're going to be talking about another shooting for all i fucking know yeah you have to as an American, you just have to be like, um, I, I'm going to have to risk my kids' lives going anywhere. Uh, I might get shot if I go to the gas station. That's just living in fucking America. Which is weird that we, we kind of have a monopoly on the sheer number of mass shootings that, that, that occur. Like, I, I looked at um, a report. That's the culture of America. I was like, I, I looked up, a, you know, highest country with mass shootings. And I had a list of, you know, so I had two reports. And a lot of people who pull this report are like, America's only number 11. And they're looking at you know, deaths per capita, and, you know, there's, they're very, very close, so numbers, the number's 11. But further down in that report is the average number of mass shootings, and every other country that was listed above that had uh, per capita at one point was at a zero. 
Because their average is fucking zero, whereas America's is not zero. Like, it is, for some reason, this is a uniquely American problem. And so what we're going to do is for the next two, it used to be four or five weeks. I think it's going to be down to, like, two or three weeks of, Days. you know, death. Uh, no, I mean of, like, yeah. thoughts and prayers. Yeah, so two to three weeks of thoughts and prayers. Uh, the left, the, 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 the Democrats calling for gun control. The right saying it's a, immediately saying it's a mental health issue. Put a pin in that, actually. The, so Greg Abbott that very same day said, you know, this is a mental health issue. That's what the right immediately jumps to. They, and but they don't want to give mental health care either. What's so. funny, what's funny, because in April, Greg Abbott slashed $212 million from the state's budget for the program that handles the, that handles that, the mental health program. So they don't give a fuck yeah, about that program or even solving it. They just want something else to point to because then the um, Axios published a list of uh, Republicans, top Republicans that received donations from gun rights advocacy groups. Number one, coming in at number one, good old Ted Cruz at $442,000. Uh, John Corrin from Texas, also on that list. Pretty, I think he was uh, third or fourth. Uh, Mitch McConnell's on that list. So, you know, the, the most evil men in America, these are powered by fucking evil. Yeah, so they, they are, you know, they're constantly Fuel, lobbying. They are literally fueled by violence. Yeah, and lobbied and paid for their campaigns, funded and paid for by, by the violence. They they are uh, avatars of the violence culture of America, and they run our culture to make sure that it stays a violent hellhole do you know, because that makes them money. Do you know why, sir? Because do you know what happened the day after the mass shooting and every mass shooting? Yeah, people buy guns. The stock prices for yeah. guns shot up. Because Smith and Wesson Because we and live Ruger, in a dystopian fucking hellhole. You know, I looked it up. Uh, Smith, and, Smith, and, uh, Smith and Wesson and Ruger's stock was well above the S&P 500 the day, day after the shooting. Gun sales and ammo skyrocket. And how do they do that? It's because they're like, the rep, the left is going to take your guns they're going to ban your guns and so they run on that platform well and the left doesn't want your guns of so course they it's always the no Democrats. they call the left yeah, yeah. When I, I told someone yeah, else this, i said i told someone that i said you go far enough left you get your guns back yeah because i mean you when you think of the ultimate reality of it anyways gun control can't work when there's literally more guns in this country than there are people yeah and that i'm going to say that again there are more guns than people when that is the case i, I always think it's funny when you watch like a zombie movie and they're just like or play a zombie video game and you or a video any video game in america and you just like find guns everywhere it's like yes this is this is how it would be in, in another country yeah. you'd be like oh oh no i guess i have to fight these zombies with a rake because not every house has a gun stock to loot <laughs> yeah so but you know, the the democrats are like you know let's push for gun control and i get that they want to push for stricter background checks and some other things at least there's something i i, I don't want to fault the democrats entirely because well, the right doesn't because the right doesn't want to do anything they just want to wait for the next moment they want to use this just to vilify the democrats and say that and just you know push the this is how the, the divided Biden has got America, and the Democrats are just going to take your guns, and it just it it gets them money from their lobbyists because America's fueled on rage and violence. Like I said, it's a part of the culture. It's more it's a bigger problem than guns, like you said. At this point, that the guns are a are like you know cutting off a, a boil on your arm when the arm needs to be amputated. It, it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work at this point because, like I said, it's the culture of America that the problem is. It's the it's the situations that pushed people 
to do this and it's because of like culture it's like for these incel 4chaners a lot of the time literally they're pushed to do that or people that are in dire situations because of economic statuses on both ends either you get rich assholes that feel really entitled so they shoot up a bunch of people or you get poor desperate people that shoot up a bunch of people you can get it from both ends uh, I guess the main problem that we see overall is it's always a fucking man. So, yeah, it's the way men are treated and what's expected of them in this country. Like, I, I say this often. That's, I, don't, I don't feel any sympathy for re, re, uh, the right. I don't feel sympathy for any Republican. They can all die to COVID, which is still happening. So there, we, we said we were going to say that. Well, there. yeah, the um, – <laughs> yeah, so the only good news is that while COVID is still a thing, it's, you know – the deaths are still higher in right wing areas and Republican controlled GOP areas. The death rates due to COVID are still so I higher. Hope that, I hope that ha- helps us in the midterms. Anyway, so as I'm saying, I don't, I feel I don't feel any sympathy for these people because they're literally my enemy to like life, and they cause this shit to happen. Like I have no sympathy anymore. But uh, we we both are trying to deal the left and the right are affected by toxic masculinity, but we're dealing with it in different ways, and they're dealing with it by diving into the fucking deep end of it, and we're trying to analyze it and deconstruct it, and what is it to actually be a man? I, no, no, no. You, I, I think you're wrong there. I think the right is fueling. Toxic. Is fueling toxic masculinity. Just still, no, no, but my point is, I, they're still victims of it. They're still victims of toxic masculinity. But they won't. But no, my point is that if, when they're victims, they never call it out as toxic yeah. masculinity. They refuse to say that because they think that they think toxic masculinity is a left wing term to describe being a strong. Like I said, I have no sympathy for them. Liberty. But that the, the victim, victim, being a victim doesn't make you a, a good person. It doesn't make you cu- uh, not culpable for your actions. They're still fucking evil pieces of shit. I'm just telling you how the demons made. There's, they're made with a, in a with a culture of toxic masculinity that turn them into evil vessels to unload on the fucking children or unload in a supermarket because of you feel like your your race is losing power. It, it's all all it's all these violent forces that are the heart of America. And they don't even want to address the problem. Uh, Ted Cruz stormed out of an interview this morning when approached by a couple of British reporters who asked, "Why does this only happen in America?" And he didn't have an answer, and so he kind of got he, – he said he just got mad and it's like toxic masculinity. He put his finger into their chest. He's like, people come here because it's the freest and safest yeah, nation. <laughs> I'm <the> like – safest. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, safest. Like literally the day after – there was some other quote there, but literally yeah, – The other thing that's really – so you were mentioning that report earlier so about the, the shootings per capita. Yes. So a lot of that is like war stuff. Like it's politically motivated shootings. So it's usually like a, a person, a group or a person with an outside agenda that does something to cause mass deaths, like a terrorist activity. So that's the other thing was we don't label it as domestic terrorism as what it is. So... But, there's, but people who, but even then, when they're looking at that, they're focusing on the wrong thing because when they just zero in on or that what, one, my 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 point is that it is not an attack by an outside enemy. It is from within. It is a cancerous tumor inside of America that bubbles to the surface and bursts in violence. It's not. It's not like a terrorist force 
hates this group. This that group hates this group, and they're attacking this group. It is a cancerous bubble in American culture that bursts into violence instead of an attack from an outside force. Okay, but I'm, I'm talking about the people who again zero down that like, well, we're not the worst. I'm like. Okay, that was probably from one occurrence that happened maybe once in 12 years. Look how many have happened every year, multiple times a year in the United States. And the, if you look at the, just got to go to the wiki and look at the, the number, the this largest number of mass shootings. These one, U.S., two, U.S., three, U.S. Hey, no, we're number one, Sam. We're number of one. Of course. Like, like I said, like I, I, I don't have any hope anymore. I'm sorry, folks at home. No, no, because no, we're, we're trapped in that bubble, Sam. We talked about we're going to be in that thoughts and prayers for two to three yeah, weeks. It gonna, used to be longer, the, but it's going to get shorter gonna go and shorter. It's going to happen the again. More, the more, the more, and it's going to happen again because I, now we're getting to the point where they want to be, I guess, glorified. Some of these people, that they, they, they seek the glory of it. I don't know. This one, you know, he died during the shooting, but it was planned. This was a planned event, like just like the Buffalo one was planned and shit. That fucker drove three hours. You know, this one only gave maybe a 15, 30-minute warning, you know, a text to someone in Europe via Facebook Messenger that he was going to do this. So it wasn't just, you know, he did this, like, intentionally, which is, again, a shot across the bow at those who claim mental illness because sometimes this is rational thinking or the facade of rational thinking. These are, this is an 18-year-old kid. He's, his, you know, he's not, his brain's not fully developed. He's still processing information with, with well, the emotional part of his brain. 18-year-old men are... Pushed into the military for a reason. They have a predisposition to violence, especially I, when they're isolated. And that's and that's actually a point I wanted to bring up is that you're right. They, they send out these 18 year olds to or the to, to the military. I would argue that, and this may be an unpopular opinion. I don't care. It's just because I know that science tells us that these brain the brains of teens when they're that age are not fully. That's developed. what the military takes advantage of. And so I was like, you know, one thing that. The only that's what a fascist recruiting takes advantage yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. But because they're again, the science tells us that they're not using the rational part of their brain to process information. They're using the amygdala to, which is an emotional response. They don't have long term. They're not taking. They're not thinking long term. They crave when they make, violence. And so, like the only quote unquote gun control that I would even that I would support is attempting to restrict access. Like they, this guy, this kid, legally. Bought an AR, bought them at eighteen. Should eighteen year olds be allowed to do that and or go to war? I, I, get, I don't I, think so. I, I, I don't I, think I know, so. I know. I know a lot of teen, t- teenagers that use guns. It's like I said, it's part of the culture thing. But it's the Republicans. I mean, the Democrats don't want to deal with the actual issues of this either because the actual issues are capitalism, income and disparity, like culture. I, I think I think there's I think there's I, more I, than I know one. a lot of teenagers that learn at a young age gun responsibility and it's and it's like, you know, they still have if if somebody wants access to a gun in America, you already said it. If somebody wants it, they're gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And and nothing would have kept this guy if he was for, solid in his plan, nothing would have kept him from doing it. I'm still standing by that this country should not be, like, 18-year-olds should not be in a position where they make the decision to kill. And so, like I said, to go to the military where they prey upon their desire yeah. to be violent or... But that's never going to it's, it's also, But it's also not that. Someone just go to the military just simply because of poverty. Like, exactly. Gets, yeah. And yeah, which is another, that, that's why they don't want to fix the problem. The, another the, the, a big reason we are an oil company with an army. That is what America is to its fucking core. It is nothing else. And an arms dealer. Yeah. Well, to, that, to, that, to, that, to, they to have its, to, to they its have people. To perpetu- well, that, that's yeah. the one and the same thing. 
they have to perpetuate war. And for that, they need blood, and that blood is your children's blood. And they want to make sure you keep having children and that you can't get an abortion because you're going to have to have a bunch of poverty babies that can grow up and go to and fight for the fucking America, American oil company it's armies. It's funny that you mentioned the abortion thing because— uh, It's all connected. This, this fucking dystopia is every all time, connected. Every time there's a shooting, they think that you know they're going to ban guns. If banning guns doesn't work, ban- and like they're like, bans don't work. Criminals are going to do it anyways. I'm like, you are literally on the side of the, the ones to ban abortions, and you don't see the well, irony in your That's own because statement. they don't want to stop abortions. That, Like you said, the, stop acting like they actually care about abortions. We know they don't care about that. We know that, they're, that that's not why. Like, they know that, too. Like, that, they're, they're not being hypocrites. They're being hypocrites in their words, but not their actions, because they actually don't care about that. They want more babies. I'm more talking they about want more the, poor babies. You, you know, I'm more talking about the the dumb neighbors that surround us and what they say and oh, what well, I hear from it, them. I'm jeez, like the fucking <laughs> pawns, the pawns that are the fodder to yeah. the fucking blood. They're the ones that buy, that buy into it. They don't. So like they are the ones that they just like hook, line, and sinker, whatever their dear leader says. And for whatever reason, fucking. You know, Ted Cruz is such... I, I don't know. Like we, I, we can't get rid of this fucking guy. Yeah, he's, because he's too powerful. He has been fed by these organ, by this violence. He is an avatar of violence. He is fueled by violence. He is paid for by violence. He causes violence. And it doesn't matter. Guess what he's doing Friday? Uh, going around talking about what an asshole he is? No, no, sir. He is a keynote speaker at the NRA. Oh, sweet. With well, uh, I Donald hope... Trump. Donald Trump See, will be there. Hey, by the way, you there, can't... They can't they don't, they're not allowing guns there. There's never enough mass shootings where there should be at, like, fucking country clubs or something. Well, Jesus no, fucking because, Christ. Hey, no, the Secret Service will not allow any kind of laser pointers, knives, weapons, but guns. But you can't ban guns. <laughs> well, they found a way when the, whenever Trump's around speaking at this, this NRA yeah. thing. I thought the NRA was bankrupt anyways. Doesn't matter. They're fueled. They, it's too political. It doesn't oh, matter how so something I forgot to mention. Uh, another thing, um, Cruz, because he can't fucking like. Anytime he opens his mouth, it's just pure stupidity. Like he's, which is weird because I'm pretty sure he's a Harvard like law grad or something like that. Like he's he was he. It, these people are pushed through. He did not get it by merit. He does not have a fucking brain. I, 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 Jesus Christ! So he no, says he blamed. He literally in a so, land of blood. So, with Wall Street, with the Wall Street Journal reporting that the gunman kind of lingered around the building for around twelve minutes, right now they're the only ones that are reporting that. So, uh, you know, it was behind a paywall. I couldn't see the entirety of the article. I saw. Thanks, capitalism. Yeah. Hey, can I see? Can I read about the horrors that are happening today? Yeah. They're like, only if you pay us more money, surf. <laughs> Pretty much, but he blamed the deaths, the the senseless deaths of fucking, you know. Third and fourth graders; these are eight and nine year olds. You know, two days before their before school was out, it was an award ceremony, and he blamed it on the fucking doors. He says if the doors were shut, the back door, because that's how he got in, this would not have happened. He's taking everything that's wrong with America, what's wrong with the the, the sheer number of guns, because. Into blaming it on a mechanical swinging lever. The right and the left will distract you as much as possible because they, like, I think it's too much either. Like I said, it was an award day. It was literally an award day. Parents were in and out throughout the day. 
Like it's it's understandable that there may have been an unsecured. We access have point. a fucking. We live in a dystopia. They like I said the 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 cancer's grown so deep that you got cut out. You you would have to. It's the being. It's like the you know you you're past the stage. Of being able to cut out the fucking cancer because and, the cancer is American fucking culture. It is who we are. Yeah, and this I would is say, who we are. I would say we're, why why we can't do gun control because it's far too fucking late. It is because if we'd have done what the UK did when there was a mass shooting in Ireland, if we would have done what or Australia even Canada. did, if we would have done what those other countries did, as soon as they as soon as they had one horrific event, just one in Australia, one in uh, Ireland. I know there, I'm sure there's other examples because there's a plethora of other countries that don't have this issue. They enacted strict gun laws at that time. It's way too fucking late for that now. You can't. When the, yeah. With the sheer number of guns that we have now, you're, you, there's nothing that you could do. There's nothing you can enact right now that would meaningfully The only thing anything. they can enact is uh, better, better health care, Better, uh, better pay, better, you know, making sure everyone's life is good, giving them what they need. But, you know, we can't do that in this country because we live on blood. And it's not just that, Sam. I think it's also just the divide, the, the how much we fucking hate each other. Like, I do hate the other side I hate because the, I they I, literally want to take all my rights and remove all the rights I, of my friends away. I understand away. that. I you should that. hate them. I, I, and I do hate them. But I'm also that that also contributes to like the but again to the toxic masculinity. But then there's the then there's the whites that are versus the blacks. Like they there's also like it's it's also a race issue here in America. There's uh, we there's God there's they're against the Asians. Like everyone just fucking hates everyone in this fucking country. I, you just got to leave the whole country. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> America's fucked. <laughs> just let it burn, burn it down to the fucking ground. Either that, or Jesus just, or, or just be prepared to understand that anytime you get a fucking latte, you could be a target to just yeah, be. Every time shot. you do anything, like literally, that's just living in America. This is going to happen next week. A bunch of kids are going to die next semester. This is just going to keep happening and happening, happening, happening. It's, and it's, we'll talk about it. We're going to talk out. about it. We're, we have I said a, next semester. Next semester. I said okay, next you semester. Did. You're right. I did say have, next semester. We have to, so you drink want, your fucking beer. Get through your shitty fucking dystopian life as much as you can. And uh, we're going to be here to talk about it. Let me tell you how. No, let me. I have more stats to throw at you, Sam. Because until one, a shooter kills us, yeah. because we're the only atheist leftist in fucking East Tennessee, <laughs> and I know that I've had a cross on my fucking back my whole fucking life here. So I'm the stats guy because I tend I read a lot. I read a lot um, of this week of a lot of things that happened. And so in a 22 year period, in the first 11 years, mass shootings doubled, and then they doubled again. So if we look at the outlook. To where we're now over, in terms of school, mass school shootings, we're now over the 40 per year threshold. And it's looking to be that that can go up to 80 per year within the next 11 years, if not sooner, based on... Because I, I think it's kind of been exponentially lately. Yeah, we had a short reprieve when we didn't have fucking school because of the lockdown. And do you see where people were praising Trump? Like... Trump, they they had the lowest number of school shootings in 2020. Because these fuckers don't understand statistics, and, and also well, they, there was no school. You fuckwads, like it was virtual. You, but they kicked back up in 2021. I mean, one of our earliest episodes in 2021, it was episode eight, was America back to yeah. normal. You know, and it's only been worse since then. And it's, in fact, we don't talk about it as much, except for major events, because we are so it numb to normal. it. It's you two, have to be. There's over 212, I think. Somewhere whereabouts this year alone of active shooter or mass shooters. Now that is not just one on one. That's not one on one shit. This is where three or more 
are it's injured a, or shot. It's not a tragedy. It's just it's a statistic at yeah. this point. Yeah, you you were they, and unfortunately they while we're talking about it this week and obviously because the shortcomings of the police that. Literally, I mean that is gonna, that is our a cab of the week. Is no, listen, fucking it's, police. I, I will invite if you. Ha- I'm going to talk about it, but don't fucking see it. I saw a video, and I because uh, one of my more conservative coworkers requested it, and they're just as outraged, which does you know it doesn't surprise me because they're a parent. First and foremost, they are a parent, and <coughs> they um they they requested the video of the YouTube, and I wanted to make sure I had the right one. I was like, I hadn't really seen this. I was like, I just want to see how much they were pushing the children back. Uh, pushing the teach the the, stu- the parents rather back. I'm having I'm talking. I'm having drank enough to calm my fucking nerves. Aside from them standing around with donning like military vests and I'm know, sure they feel safe. And no, and fucking assault rifles. A lot of them. I mean, this wasn't just one. There were several of them that could have easily with that equipment could have gone and neutralized the target. They might as well have said, "Hold on, he's not done yet. We're letting him finish." You know what? And he's almost out of bullets. You wait. I don't want to risk my it own was, neck. I'm waiting for him to run out of ammo. It was one of the most... And unfortunately, that's not what I saw, Sam. I, I, while I saw that, what I saw more so was because they were being pushed back and they were the, 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 the mothers of these, uh, these children who responded more, more so than the, 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 the men did. The, the men were trying to like push. But when they saw that their efforts, that like the police were doing nothing to protect their children and they were, in fact, preventing them from uh, trying to do so themselves... Just the sounds of them wailing, lying on the ground, screaming and crying. It's a I mean, war zone. It was. It really. It America really was. is a war zone. And we act the like shooter we're not. was protected from the parents yeah. by the police. We act like we're any better than the Ukraine, but we're not. We're not better than any other country that has a war zone, an active war zone going on, because we have a passive war zone. We are. We like I, I said, the difference between even the lists you read earlier. It is not terrorism from an outside group. It is domestic terrorism. It is from the the killer is calling from inside the house. Oh hey, guess guess who blocked the domestic terrorism bill from uh, passing, going through the Senate? Yeah, today they want it. <laughs> they, they they worship a fucking blood god. What the fuck do you want from yeah, them? The, the Senate Republicans vote and kill. What the fuck do you want from them? Yeah, I've already, I've already, I, t- I say this. I don't know. It's, uh, during the height of when there is tragedy, some semblance of decency is maybe a modicum of decency. But no, I, we can't even get that from them. We can't. They and I because, because, you, because they they profit off of this. They purely profit off of this. And every I told time it happens, you, every single Republican. I say this every fucking week. I think that's the main thing I want to get across. Is every Republican you know is culpable in this for creating and being a part of this fucking culture. You know, and it's, and it's unfortunate that Al's not here because, now, I don't have kids. I, I can't imagine what is going through the minds of those parents who are witnessing and being forcefully pushed back, tasers at the ready, one person already down. I'm not sure if a taser was used. The video, the, the video started too late to see the Like, the, they would the have had pre- a bigger shitstorm if the parents get shot opposed to the children. Like, what are they trying to cover here? You're not wrong. Yeah, there's. I guess they. But the worst part is that during that hour, hour and a half, while they're waiting on border patrol, who actually had some balls to just they they didn't waste any time. They oh, you they mean got, people with actual military training showed up that weren't the fucking militarized police pretending to be fucking toys. Well, soldiers? because uh, border's federal, isn't it? Yeah, so borders federal. Like these aren't just your local city and state. Like these are federal. These are federal. Officers. They arrived. They immediately got in line and they went and neutralized the target. But before they did that, if I talked about it earlier in the show, I'm going to say it again because I forgot I did it. But one of the last deaths that happened was when before the police 
knew that the target was neutralized before when the, when the shooter was still active. A police officer yelled out and said, "If you need help, if you if you if you need help, yell for help." A little girl yelled help. The shooter heard, went to location, and shot her. They didn't see the four the boy who who, who, record, who recanted this story and four others who were who were hiding under a desk with a tablecloth that prevented him from seeing them. But that was the room that they went and shot, and then they waited in there. So that shot happened. Border Patrol ultimately then broke into that uh, that room. Shots were shots were fired, and then the boys came out after. The, I, the... I am really surprised that there's not a conspiracy theory saying that the cops are in league with this guy because from everything you've said, the, like he could. It sounds like could the police have done anything different to help this guy? Like to help? No, 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 no. They they did the most that they could to help this motherfucker. They they suffered minor injuries. I think the if if they were hit, they were hit with the vest that are specifically designed to handle the the that 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 very weaponry. So maybe bruising, maybe cracked ribs at the most. But you know, if Wall Street Journal's reporting is accurate, twelve minutes in a small town that has twenty thousand people. It's not a very large area. I can't imagine it would take very well, long for I, the entire police force after 911 was called. And, you know, there already there had been a call because he shot his grandmother before he went there. So police had already been aware of this. And then, and then they didn't even lock the school down until 20 minutes after the, the sure 911 call. I, I'm sure that also... They did literally everything they could to it, aid on, this shooter. On, on a small scale, I, I have no faith in anything in this fucking country. Nothing's going to change, even in this fucking town. This town's probably going to elect the same piece of shit sheriff next year. This town's going to have the exact and those same sheriffs, fucking officers. The, 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 the ones in the, yeah. in, the, in the vest and the, the ARs. The, the, they're they, not they going to change at all. This isn't going to change one fucking thing because we are a disgusting, rotten land. And what, so another thing I saw was someone was, a lot of people right now, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that a, a, a lot of them spawned from 4chan. They think it was a transgender person. Oh yeah, that was the other part that I was waiting to talk to. Paul I, Gozar picked up on it and said it was a transsexual Leftist illegal alien. Yeah, and listen, they, a leftist illegal <laughs> alien. They they basically tr- create which he deleted after he's because they they created more. a villain that they wished would do this, but it's always one of theirs. I don't know any. And unfortunately, about- they're targeting like the, 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 they used actual images of actual transgender yeah. people from other states, like way fucking north. ones in New York. I think I don't think know. of the kind of reporting that gets away that you can get away with in this country like that. In other fucking countries, they would fucking those. People would be culpable for those fucking lies, and but we don't have that in this country because so, we are a gross fucking land. And if you know a Republican, how are you letting them fucking vote? So another one that jumped on this conspiracy train of it being a transgender was uh, our favorite radio host uh, Alex Jones, who, by the way, he's already gotten ass fucked by the Sandy Hook <laughs> not yet. shit. He's about to. So he, so he knows better than to call it a false flag operation this time and you know and berate the parents. He knows better. The only maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't know better. Maybe he's just waiting for to, to declare bankruptcy again. But the parents had to have re- removed the three companies that um, he filed bankruptcy for and just going after Alex Jones and, and his parent company whatever the fuck that's called. So that so that court case is now uh, set to where they can establish damages for that. So fuck Alex Jones, but he's one of those that jumped on that immediately. But there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around about 
just trying to target whoever they hate, whoever they tried to paint. Like initially, they tried to say it was an illegal immigrant that was running from the cops that ran in there. That was one of the very first tweets that came, one of the first. They make this shit was, up off the top of their head because they can. And it's funny. So, so like, how can we? How can we win from this politically? Because we're evil pieces of shit, and so and all I, of our listeners are it, also evil pieces of shit. Admittedly, when I when I saw this tweet that they're that, that they're claiming this, it was still early on. It was still early Tuesday. And so I went to – I needed to go to a news source that would immediately broadcast and confirm that it was an illegal alien that did this. Where did I go, Sam? Fox News. Oh, yeah, of course. I, went, I, I, ref- I said, I'll, you know what? Fox News. If, if, if this was, in fact, an illegal immigrant, Fox News would be the first to put that in the fucking title of everything they can. Illegal immigrant. Kills but as soon, as soon as I refresh and it says a resident of Uvalde, I'm like, hmm – Okay, so all y'all people are fucking ignorant assholes that just run and just as soon as you hear the story, you think that's plausible because you want to believe that you want to believe that would be the first fucking time it happened too. They're just really hoping that it's actually not one of their own because it's one of theirs every fucking time. But they don't give a fuck. Literally, they don't give two fucks if it's one of theirs. And so another thing that uh, has going around is that people are bitching that. We're not giving providing enough security for schools. They're, oh, they're they've one, done that so many fucking times. They're wanting Jesus to make it. Christ. They're wanting to make they, these schools literally prisons. They're wanting to arm. They're wanting to arm teachers. First off, they don't even trust we the need teachers. To arm all the kids. Why not? That? Why stop there? Yeah, How about we just attach AK forty sevens to their fucking heads? You're right. Their hands could be chainsaws. Why but, are we waiting? But the good guy with the gun, literally. So we're going all over the place because it's a lot of things at once. But I'm going to address one thing. The good guy with the gun did not play out because there were several officers that. that Tried to engage and failed to prevent this guy from getting into the building. So their good guy with the gun, little fallacy, did not play out as well as they wanted it to. Second, they're wanting to give – they're like arm the teachers. Let the teachers carry them. Like you don't even trust these teachers to develop their own study plans. You can't trust them to, to have what books they have in their class. But you want them to A – have training to take out in a, a fucking... We already live in, in the dystopia that Republicans have brought, so why not make it worse? You know what? At this point, just give everyone a gun. It's like I said, I when your child's born, we're going to cut off its hand and we're going to replace it with arm cannons, and then they can take care of themselves. I'm going to surprise you with a stat. Someone else, had, <laughs> someone else had mentioned that they were bitching that we gave $40 billion in aid to Ukraine. They're like, there are 2,900 and something schools in America... For that $40 billion, we could have given each of them $400,000 for security. Okay. Oh, okay. That's where they want to spend the Sam, money. what do you think this school, that is one of probably a few elementary schools for a town of, uh, of 20000 I'm just going to tell you, $450,000 was their security budget. Okay. They had that budget and, you know. So, so I guess they're all wasting their fucking budget. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, when, they heard the, when they heard the shots... They the training didn't really come into place, you know, you get, because those doors should have been locked from the the classroom doors. You know, if he's outside shooting for that, they're hearing the shots. All those classroom doors, you know, should have been shut and locked, and they just simply weren't. You know, these teachers are just not prepared, nor should they be prepared. More 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 drills to scare our children. Yeah, we need that, that's that. the, yeah, and the, but they're so regular. I you know I didn't go through them. No one else I know in my age group, you know, it was just not a thing we did. And this is a regular occurrence. It's, it's probably multiple throughout the year. No occurrence. other fucking country does this shit, too. Like I say, we're just... No other country does. Yeah, it's, it's sad as shit. such a fucking hellhole. It's a fucking parody. We have become a parody of violence. That's all fucking America is. It's so fucking bad. 
There's, and there's nothing you can do to change it. It's just going to get worse. So we're going to report on it next week because when it's worse. <laughs> we are. If, if it, I mean, we may have two to report on this week. Like, it just doesn't, we just never know. We'll, we'll have, have to pick which one we have time for because we can't fit <laughs> in all the mass Christ. shootings. We that are is so there. sad. That we is are so depressing. You're not there. wrong. You just You're not said earlier wrong. that there's so many shootings that happen that we don't report on because they happen all the fucking time. Like that's just part of living in this fucking shithole. And what's worse, and what, and what's another part that's uh, another bad thing about this is that when these things happen, it drowns out. It becomes the conversation of and then every it means major nothing. Media. It means and nothing, then it means nothing, 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 nothing in the end. But that also means that other atrocious shit can be going on that we just simply won't hear <laughs> yeah. about. Like talking, like they, they'd say that, you know, that we're easily distracted. We're not. You know, we're, we can be mad at several things at once, but when the entire conversation that the, every major news organization is discussing becomes solely this, and that's all it is, like this for, for two or three days, like the rest of this week, that's all that will be. You know, some of the other things we're not going to see. We're not going to see some of that other bullshit that this country is doing to tear itself apart. So before we wrap up on this story, um, the Onion has done a fine job. Um, they do. They post the same article. They, I love every it. Single time. There's no way to prevent this. Says Only Nation with this regular occurring. Yeah. And they. So if you went through their website on that day, they had every. And of course, they changed minor details to match the actual events and the, the images of it. Every t- they've reused it what 21 times. The same, the same headline. The article, the Onion doesn't fuck around. But this one, the Onion ran out today, is it's pretty funny. I may even link it in the show just because it's a, f- a hilarious headline. Tearful Uvalde residents thank police for protecting parking lot from the gunman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's unfortunate that satire can really be our only escape from this shitty... Most- I, I just disassociate permanently. That's what I do. I mean, we, we've all... You're like, oh, so I'm just living in a dystopian wasteland. Might as well be living in the Fallout universe so at this like, point or something. For, 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 for Buffalo, I was numb to it. I was mad that about the Great Replacement and the, the potential future for how that'll spawn future events. For this time, of course, we mourn the loss of the kids. But again, we're numb to it. But this time we're mad that the police in action and literally blocking up. So there's things to be mad at. But by and large... I think most of us in this room, we understand that there's nothing that's going to be done by either side that's going to prevent the next one and the next one and just constantly increasing and this dystopian where literally nowhere is safe. So Sam, we'll move on because we've already kind of beat that into the ground. Like I said, nothing's going to change. But the Republicans have again, sir, said the quiet part out loud. We both know that Louisiana and Mississippi... Both have trigger laws in place. In fact, the whole the whole, the whole uh, Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health was Mississippi, so, but Louisiana and Mississippi both have trigger laws to outright ban abortions, and they're among the states with the highest mort- infant and mother mortality rates in the nation. In fact, uh, that's always been true about Louisiana. They've won that award over and over again. I I say think we're a hellhole, but at least we're not fucking Louisiana. Sorry, any Louisiana yeah, so, uh, listeners we have, please contact <laughs> us and tell us how shitty it is, please. Yeah, so so Mississippi actually has the highest rate of child poverty in the country, uh, and they actually rejected a bid because they don't they're not pro life. They rejected a bid to extend postpartum Medicaid coverage, you know, because they're so pro life, Sam. And Louisiana, which has a similar law has the highest maternal mortality rate among the worst in the nation. But according to GOP Senator Bill Cassidy, the rate at which women die during pregnancy or shortly after is not as bad as it seems. 
If you subtract the deaths of black women, which apparently don't count. Yeah, we've talked about that before, about how a lot of these laws are designed to keep uh, people of color into poverty, and then they don't care when they don't have access to abortion rights or medical care or mental health care. But can we talk about how emboldened they are now to, like, before before that Trump... That is their platform, but no, yeah. but Sure, sure. It always has been, Sam, but before Trump, they were never they were never yeah. emboldened to say the quiet part out loud. Post-Trump, they literally are saying the quiet part out loud. Jesus fuck. And that's why my, we say to these fucking liberals I'm that, gonna, we, that we can't stand for this kind of open racism, because when you allow someone to be an open racist and don't... When you don't don't punch Nazis. They feel emboldened enough to say this shit. I'm going to quote him because he said this in an interview with Politico. So he's so like he's doing this in an interview. About a third of our population is African American. African Americans have a higher incidence of maternal mortality. So if you correct our population for race, we're not as much of an outlier as it otherwise appear. So he's basically saying we're doing a great job at killing black people. And if, but if, no, if you don't count the black people in our country where we don't take care of them, have, uh, don't provide resources, we're not really as bad as the other Yeah, because other their entire system that they made is to punish people that are poor and black. So they don't give a shit. You think he gives a shit? They don't give a fucking shit. No, and we reported on it before. I think when we were discussing, I think it was the week before the, the news of the leak broke that uh, I was discussing how. Black women do suffer about three times higher in, uh, mortality rate, infant mortality rates and post-mortality rates th- than whites. By design, apparently. It was because they don't have the reason. They, they, I mean, it's tough to pinpoint, but it's, it's, not, it's no mistake that it happens a lot more in Mississippi and Louisiana than in any other state. There's obviously a common denominator there, and it's because Louisiana and Mississippi, I think, probably are one of the most racist states in in this country and someone can correct me if i'm wrong but that appears to be the case now they're so bold they'll say the quiet part out loud and nothing will ever change anyways this is the nothing will ever change episode that's all of our episodes we're just here to report on it we're gonna tell you what you can do and what you can do is make sure that your republican fucking voting friends uh never make it to the fucking polls again because they elect these pieces of shit in lighter news life will always find a way we bring this story up because, A, I, I, I found it funny. I'm the one who shared it to you guys, but our producer slash sound engineer fact checker has no less than five times today during the record said, are we going to talk about the Sharkano? That's the real story this week. So we're going to, it's the real story, guys. So we're going to Oreo our show with somewhat lighter making fun of news, and we're going to end it with a, a sandwich of lighter, of lighter news. And this is the NASA satellite Images capture a plume of discolored water emitting from the Kavachi volcano where mutant sharks live in an acidic underwater crater. So they are mutated to survive in this, you know, so they'll be, they'll be there when, when humans are long gone. I'm, that makes me a little, you know, I can look forward to the future where it is ruled by mutant sharks. This actually gives me some hope with all the stuff we've talked about. That is some great news. So apparently, so two species of shark are known to live in the submerged crater. Um, so they, they dubbed it Sharkano, and I can't wait for the movie, Sam, because, you know, someone's going to pick that yeah, up. Yeah, Asylum's going to make a movie this week and under a week, and it's going to be on Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Just these, uh, like, lava-crusted fucking sharks. Yeah. When they leave their acidic water, though, like, does the magma cool down? You know what? They'll figure out a way to, to make yeah, this piece of shit you know, movie. maybe they're attacking uh, boats with their hardened 
molten cores. Like they maybe they can spew lava out of their mouth. It sounds pretty cool. I would watch this movie, except not because it sounds like shit. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> it, makes you... it, it would make a cool video game. Uh, Manhunt, Man, Man Eater was that the name of the game? That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never got to play that one though. <laughs> yeah, I think you can play as a lava rock shark. So that's real now. So that's cool. Thanks. But it was so it was funny because again, like one of the earliest news stories before this, you know, the weekly mass shooting that happened in America. Like one of the top stories that I saw on Google News that it showed up every day. Like when it when it refreshed was the Sharkano and the the. The sex abuse thing with the with the Southern Baptist Convention. That's all the good news we got. That's for all, the that's folks. it, guys. That's all the lighthearted shit we have. You you live in a dystopian hell, and uh, nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, um, I would like to close the show off with uh, fuck all cops uh, because you're a bunch of fucking cowards. Uh, cowards. They were a yeah. bunch of fucking cowards, and the, the the fact that they willfully fuck it. We were supposed to end on a good note, Sam, and you maybe you maybe bring up fucking shitty shit uh i would like to finish the show with uh, all hail the great sharkano <laughs> all hail it is my new god <laughs> i'm getting a flag made someone do this for me <laughs> i need merch damn it all right guys well that's gonna wrap us up for episode 66 of Apostates on the Fringe. Thank you guys again for joining us this week. As always, check us out on social media. If you would like links to the articles or to contact the show, visit us at apostatepod.com. We still do have our Patreon. If you do like the show, would like to help support us, help grow the show, get better equipment so we can have guests and sound bites, things like that, head on over to patreon.com slash apostatepod. We will see you all next week. Yay, sharks. <laughs> you want me to end on a good note. on the fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the atheist society of knoxville for links to all our musical contributors go to apostatepod.com and check the about us page a big thank you to michael scott arden who allows the show to use his full catalog